Hello and welcome back to the Next Step Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Peterson, and today's episode is going to be with rising Menominee Falls junior Sophie Trimble. Um, Sophie and her uh, Menominee Falls team had a really, really good year last year, coming third in the GMC behind two teams that went to state, and those teams are going to look drastically different next year. So it was really nice to kind of get to talk to her about kind of um, what, what her and her team have set uh, goal-wise going into next year and just kind of get to talk to her about her game and, you know, how her first two years have been at Menominee Falls. So, yeah, without further ado, let's just get right into it. All right. Um, after some, you know, issues figuring out how to get the schedule between both of us for a little bit, I want to welcome Sophie Trimble to the Next Step Podcast. It's it's really nice to have you. Thank you. Well, I always like kind of getting right into just you in general, um, because you're you're the star here. So let's get to know you a little bit just on on the court. Um, so for you, kind of just describe like what you do best on the offensive end of the floor. Um, I'd say I'm a great slasher and facilitator. Uh, I'm very versatile, so whatever like my job is, I can do for my coach, and I feel like that's my best thing. And with like versatility in general, like for for you, does that come from just kind of you know being able to do just like? Cause I'm sure like at at your size, you probably could have played guard or or post as it like when you were younger too. It's like does it kind of yes. go back to that? Just kind of being able to do a little bit of everything. I'm sure you would have done a little bit of everything like in your younger days too. So like, is that just kind of like you know grown with you as you've kind of you know matured as a player? Yeah, definitely. I was always the tallest, so I actually was like a post for the longest time, and I still kind of was last year for my high school team, but um, as soon as I got older and AAU hit, I was a guard because everyone's so much bigger than me. So. Is it is it like a culture shock for for you, at least when, you know, you grew up being like the tallest kid that's like playing, and all of a sudden you go play EYBL basketball, and then you, you're playing against kids who are like 6'3", six, 6'4". It definitely is. I didn't know people were that big because I always thought I was on the bigger side, but now I actually consider myself kind of shorter, which is <laughs> welcome sad. to the club. Yeah. I would say welcome to the club, but you know, and then would you say that versatility translates to the defensive end of the floor too? Um, definitely being able to guard all positions on my AU team. I'm actually still one of the taller people on the team. So I guard all the six, three, six, four girls on all the UIBL teams. But I also some get scarred like five foot guards. So it's definitely versatile. Do you like pick stuff up when you're like, you know, guarding these six, three, six, four kids from all over the country? Like, do you kind of like have to like trial and error stuff to figure out like what works and what doesn't on, on some of these kids? And and if so, like, is, is there anything that has like worked for you in general that you're allowed to share, but without like, you know, given, given your hand? Too much? <laughs> I mean, just like adjusting to the players, because some players are like six, three, six, four and straight like centers and others are are on the perimeter and can do a little bit of everything. So just adjusting and figuring out as the game goes on. But then um, just, is there anything else you kind of want to add, um, you know, about yourself defensively that you kind of think are like, you know, valuable tools that, that you have and, and bring to the court? Um, just being able to guard all positions, really, I think is really important for me. So that's really about it. And, you know, it might be the versatility, it might be the answer to this next question I have for you, but I mean, is there anything that you kind of feel goes underappreciated like in, in your game, whether it's like, you know, just kind of some of the small things that you do that you feel like, you know, some people just might miss um, just watching you play or is there like just anything like, like that, at least in your opinion. I'd say the versatility kind of translates over, but maybe defensively that that's the one thing that goes a little bit, you know, underappreciated, but that's because a lot of people are just so focused on offense and what offensive players can do, but defense leads to offense. So. 
well said i'd say well said <laughs> but um you know obviously the first two seasons at at menominee falls have been pretty successful i'd say for for you guys and we'll get into a little bit more of, of that later but i mean just how has your game developed individually over the first two years that you've had at menominee falls um i've definitely grown i've become a better leader through my high school team and that's thanks to my coach and all my teammates last year was scary being a freshman coming in and you know, starting and just not knowing the high school game all that well, because it's much faster than what I was used to. But definitely over the two years, I've adjusted and it's sped up my game a lot. And I love it. And is there anything in particular for you that's kind of just been like the biggest difference, at least in, in your opinion, within like your own game since, you know, the first time you walked into practice at Menominee Falls compared to where you are today? Confidence. Definitely my confidence it has grown since my first practice at Menominee Falls compared to now um, I think that just comes with the game and being a leader on the court and just growing over the two seasons and would you say like that comes from just experience itself like finding success in in high school basketball and just kind of you know knowing that you're you know more than capable of playing at that level or or would it, or did it come from somewhere else it comes from experience and then just with my teammates also just growing together as a team to get to our goals and all that and the last thing I want to ask about you individually here for a little bit I mean obviously we're getting into July which is a pretty you know big month AAU wise um but but for you is there anything that you've kind of been focusing like on improving in, in your game this summer I say my consistency with shooting and just staying in attack mode for I think that's very important for July coming up and that's what I've been really working on and let, let's talk about your time at Menominee Falls here for a little bit, because I think this is just a really interesting kind of, um, you know, like turnaround that you guys have had. But, you know, for, for you last year, just kind of describe like what this past season was, was like for you guys. It was an eye opener. I think the season showed us how like far we can go and how much we can do. And it's really motivated us for our upcoming season. And we're really excited to get to it. And what, what was the, in your opinion, like, what would you say is the most significant difference between, you know, your freshman year's team compared to your sophomore year's team? I guess our chemistry, we're, now we're a super young team, and we're all sophomores, juniors, so building our chemistry over the past two seasons is definitely really beneficial for us for next year, and just experience again, getting used to the game and all of that. And I, I've kind of touched on it a little bit, kind of just, you know, the turnaround that you guys have had as, as a program. I mean, this was like your first winning season in, in a decade, yeah. um, which I'm sure you guys are, are pretty proud of. But I mean, like, like describe like what it meant to, to you and, and your teammates, you know, to be a part of that, like a team that kind of turned around like, you know, a decade of, of, you know, not the best years can, compared to where you are now, where, you know, you're, you know, on a very like upward traje trajectory, at least from what it seems like from the outside looking in. Yeah, it was special. In the beginning of the year, we had high expectations because we know what we could do with the team we have. And after our season ended, we just even set our expectations even higher and our goals even further for this season. So, And for you, is there a point this year where you kind of realize that, oh, th this is like, you know, a group that's like really changing, like, you know, like the the outlook on this program? Like, was there like a specific moment of that or was it kind of like, you kind of knew that you guys kind of had a chance to be, you know, something pretty good going into the year. We had a hot streak in the beginning of the season. And I think as soon as that like started, we were just like, we can go really far this year and we can be super good, but we just have to work at it. 
And, you know, another, you know, high point for for you guys, I, I'm sure, is winning your first postseason game in, in quite a long time as well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, with, like, was there like any kind of like special emotion kind of for you guys after winning winning that game? I want to I forget who it was against. Um, I feel like I should have written it down. I feel like I'm not prepared. <laughs> it was Green Bay Southwest. I yes. want to say it's Southwest or it's healthy. Listen, know. if if you don't know completely and I don't know completely, it sounds like yeah, we're, it's okay. we're good. A win's a win, though. A win's a win. Yep. But you know, just describe like you know what the like emotions like for you guys were like after that game, considering like again, like we've talked about like how you know Miami Falls hasn't been like in the greatest state for the past decade, but now again, like things are turning around. So like, what was like the emotion for for you guys after winning that game? Well, our first year, we were out right away against DSHA. So us winning that first playoff game and it being a home playoff game, us earning that, it was really exciting because we realized we had not had a home playoff game in a long time. I actually did not know it had been that long since they won a playoff game in general. So that's also very exciting and shocking when I found that out. So it was just, it was nice. We just wanted to go further. We just wanted to keep our eyes like on the goal we had. Well, I mean, another thing that I find very just intriguing about, you know, the way you guys have kind of turned things around is just playing in the GMC too, because there's obviously a ton of talent in, in that mm-hmm. conference. I mean, from top to bottom. So, I mean, you know, for, for you, like, you know, playing those teams on a, you know, bi-daily basis, like, what is it like kind of playing in that conference? And what is it like, describe the level of competition that was in that conference last year. It's tough. There's so many great players and each team like was really good. So going against like the Brookfield East and the Germantowns and all of that, it was tough, but it was exciting. It's what made us better throughout our season. And, you know, the two teams that you named, obviously both played at the state tournament this year. So what is it like, you know, finishing third in in a conference where like, you know, the only two teams that finished ahead of you were teams that were, you know, playing in the state semifinals at at the Rush Center this year? That was the upside for sure. And it just excited us more again for next season because, you know, we're ready to just earn more first in the conference and just go further. Does that just kind of set the bar for you guys where you kind of know like, hey, like if we want to get to like, you know, the highest of the highs at like here over the next few years, like that's kind of where we got to get. Yes, for sure. And, you know, I have to ask, um, but obviously with playing Germantown, you play against KK Arnold twice a year and you played against her a handful of times these past few years. So just what has it been like kind of, you know, like playing against her and like having to try to, you know, defend her and keep her from doing whatever she wants on the court? It's very challenging. It was our most challenging thing throughout each season. She's a great, fantastic player, and she's very hard to stop because she can do everything. So we would just try to try our best to make a game plan around that and just go out there and play. That's fair enough. I mean, not many teams probably had a had a good answer for for yeah, us. So pretty much just the best you can do. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, I want to ask about a few of your teammates, too, that have kind of been along on, on this ride with you these past few years. But and the first guy I want to ask about is, is Jade Warren and, you know, just kind of asking, you know, like kind of what she brought to your group and just, you know, like, what is it like being around her on a day to day basis and in, in practice and, and just during the season in general? So Jade was new to our team this year and she fit in right away. It was a great piece to our our family, our team. She's a great point guard and she's so confident never scared about anything or anyone defending her and I honestly think she can break down anyone in front of her so that was very important for our team and she's an energizer bunny so she brought the energy the laughs the jokes practice and games you know like after and it was really nice 
And then I want to ask about the the newcomer to the group. Um, what what was it like having you know a kid younger than than you and Claire? And we'll get to Claire in a little bit. But, you know, just kind of having another like young kid come through and play big minutes for you and in, in, in Kate Jansen. And you know, just like what was it like you know kind of having her around this year? It was great. Kate's a great player, and me and Claire and all of the upperclassmen had the opportunity to bring her out of her shell and you know get her used to high school basketball and she she was wonderful she did that right away and she got used to it and adjusted to the game super quick and she was super beneficial to us this season and now I've, I want to ask about Claire obviously you you know you're around her basically on a on a yearly basis at this point playing with her in high school and with Midwest Elite but I mean mm-hmm. what's it like kind of you know being around her and, and you know what is it like kind of having her on your team and you know pretty much going into every game with her pretty much just standing right next to you Claire's a go-getter that's been my best friend we played together for years now she's a go-getter she's a great leader and she's a wonderful basketball player she can score the ball at will and she's added on defense so her she's a big asset to our team and to our wins as a program so it's I'm very excited for these next two years with her and I want to ask about the the senior last year who kind of, you know, honestly probably had one of the more unlucky last two years in, in high school, humanly possible in, in Peyton. Um, you know, mm-hmm. what was it like, you know, kind of being around her and kind of, you know, just kind of just taking in kind of like, you know, her experiences and just like being around her on a day-to-day basis, even though she probably wasn't having the best of times these past two years. But, you know, just what was it like having having her around? Peyton was a great leader. She was like another coach to us. She always helped us in practice. She was there at every practice, every workout, no matter the time, every game. And she was always there to help you up, cheer you up, give you advice, tell you what to do, criticize, you know, good criticism. And so it was really important for us as a team to have her. And it was it was nice having her those past two years, even though we couldn't play together. And the last two things I want to ask about just regarding Nominee Falls in general is just kind of some goal setting stuff, if if they're set at all for you yet. But I mean, you know, for, for you guys as a team, like, do you kind of have anything set that you're kind of looking to achieve next year, whether it's, you know, conference or, or you know, postseason stuff? Like, do you have any of that set or is it still a little too early for that? I mean, we haven't really like sat down and discussed it, but we all know, like, we want to go far as far as possible. We want to go all the way to state, want to be first in the conference. We we have high expectations this year, and we're excited to go work at it. And you know, for for you, either individually or or as a team, is there anything that you like, like the one like, is there one thing you really want to accomplish again, whether it's individually or or with Menominee Falls before you graduate? Um, win a state championship. That's my number one thing. You know, I. I, I would love to see that personally, just to kind of see like that, your, I mean, your program essentially just, you know, do that complete like 180 once you and Claire got there and, you know, obviously adding, you know, a bunch of other kids along the way, but it'd be really cool to kind of see that as, as an end game for you guys. But yeah, let's go back to talking about you though, for a little bit, um, just to close things out. So I want to ask just in general, what's, you know, been playing for Midwest Elite been like since you, since you joined that program? This is my second season with Midwest Elite, and they have grown me as a player and a person so much. Everyone there feels like family, all the coaching staff, all my teammates that I've had over the past two seasons. It's a wonderful program, and they push me to be a better person and player. And, you know, we talked about this a little bit before starting recording here, but just describe the level of talent that that's in the EYBL and what it's like playing, you know, when you go to these EYBL stops. Like, what's it like playing some of these kids that, that are, you know, some of the best kids from their own state. Just what's that like for, for you just kind of seeing those kids? It's challenging, but it's it's a battle. It's fun. I love it. 
Um, I feel like I get better every session, every game, every tournament. It's very challenging, but it's like a compliment almost to go against the best of the best. And, you know, is there anyone that you've kind of played in EYBL that's kind of just like blown you away of like with like how talented they are, just like whether it's like even just a game where someone just like went nuts and you're just like, I don't even understand like how this is possible. I think at least every session there's one game where I'm like, I don't even know how like that team or that person even just did that. Every session I'm kind of mind blown. Yeah, I I mean, just, you know, seeing a couple of those games every year at TOC, like just last year is like the levels, like just walking into, you know, EYBL courts, like it just feels like a different environment, which is yeah, like, you feel it. yeah, it's like the second you walk in, it's like, oh, like this is not, <laughs> this is not like most games, but um, I'll, I'll end it on a couple of, uh, you know, lighter notes for you. But I mean, is there a certain, you know, high school gym or like AAU venue that you kind of enjoy playing at the most? I, my favorite, my all-time favorite is the Blue Williams Complex, going to Virginia every year. It it just feels completely different. It's a great environment, and it's the best of the best, the best pro- college programs in the gym. It's a wonderful place to be. So I, that's my favorite by far. Yeah, and I mean, that's the first stop in EYBL, too. So it's like kind of the start mm-hmm. of, you know, the AAU season for, for yeah. EYBL program. So I'm sure it's it's a nice transition for you guys going from high school to say AU, but definitely. Um, but the last thing I want to ask about again, on a bit of a lighter note, I mean, is there like a favorite basketball memory that you've kind of had, whether it's on or off the court, you know, since, since you started playing that you're allowed to share? I'd say like with my high school team or my AU team. Either or. Well, with my AU team, really any tournament we're at and we're all just together after our games and we win and it's just fun. I love being around my team usually at AAU tournaments we kind of just roam around the hotels and walk around the cities we're in so that's always fun and with my high school team I'd say the week the practice week of uh the postseason the first practice week we just had like the best time and you could just tell everyone like had their goals set and we were all just like locked in It, it felt really good and just to close things out, this is the question I always like, you know, closing this out with, but I mean, just for people who've never seen you play before, I mean, what would you want their main takeaway to be after seeing you play for the first time? Probably just that I'm willing to do whatever it takes to win, whatever person I have to hold, whatever job I have to take on, I'm willing to do it and I'll, I'll get it done. You know, I've only seen you play in one tournament, and I'd, I'd say that's probably fair. I think that's probably a fair assessment, so I'll, I'll co-sign that for sure. But I want to thank you for taking the time to do this, because, again, you, you definitely do not have to. And obviously, I'm, like, you know, wishing you the best of luck for um, the rest of your time at Menominee Falls and, and with Midwest Elite. Thank you.